Hello everyone, this is Easy Natural English with Liam, where I talk to you in natural English that hopefully isn't too difficult to understand. And today I'm going to talk a bit about, guess what? Language learning, of course. I talk about language learning a lot because, uh, well, it's the main theme of this podcast, really. All of you guys are learning English, so I know you're all interested in language learning. But specifically, I'm going to talk about uh, me studying French again, at least um, studying French more actively again. Um, I never completely stopped studying French. I mean, occasionally I would look at something in French or speak to one of my French friends, which could be classed as some kind of study or not really study, but some kind of engagement with French, um, using French in some way, but very, very uh, infrequently, like very, very occasionally, really not very often at all. Um, so, Yes, you could say that my French is a bit rusty. So when we say that something is rusty, it means we haven't been using it. When I say something, I mean a skill. When we say um, something is rusty, I mean the real meaning of rusty is when you have uh, some metal that gets wet and then the oxygen reacts with that and it becomes orange. So if you leave your bike outside in the rain and you don't take care of your bike, then eventually it will go kind of orange, and the metal will go rusty. Um, so yeah, you would say, my bike is rusty, or you could also say, my bike has rusted. But we normally just use it like an adjective and say, my bike is rusty. So um, yeah, when we say a skill is rusty, so in this case, when I said my French is rusty, it means uh, I haven't used my French in a long time, and like an old bike, it isn't working very well. So, um, yeah, I need to work on it again. So in the last episode, I was talking about listening to music again. And yeah, in this episode, I'm talking about um, studying French again. And recently, I was talking about playing more guitar again as well. Like recently, I've just sort of been diversifying my hobbies a bit more again, because I've just for the past, uh, like, almost five years. I've just intensely been studying Japanese all the time and everything I did in my free time was related to studying Japanese. So, you know, I was doing different things. I was reading books and watching YouTube and listening to podcasts and uh, reading articles and watching TV shows. I don't know. I can't remember if I said that or not. Um, but doing all sorts of things, but all in Japanese and all of it with the goal to study Japanese or make my Japanese better. Um, so I couldn't really focus on other things because I always felt like, ah, oh, I need to improve my Japanese as quickly as possible. But I'm at a point now, um, I mentioned recently, I've got a really good job as a Japanese translator now. Um, and I'm just feeling more confident and comfortable with my Japanese in general. Um, it's very rare these days that there's something that I can't understand um, or, yeah, there's something I can't say. I usually, f of course, my Japanese is not perfect. I probably never will be. It's very hard to reach perfection. I would like to. I'd like to, of course, I'm going to keep studying. But, um, yeah, I've just been kind of diversifying my hobbies a bit. So not just Japanese, Japanese, Japanese every day, but now uh, Japanese, 
and playing guitar and listening to music and um, yeah, and now studying French again. So um, it's really fun studying French again because um, I studied French for many years before, uh, many many years studying French, and I lived in France. Um, you know, I had a I had a job where I was only speaking French. I worked in a bar in France. Well, I'd speak English with the like tourist customers. Um, you know, the customers coming from other countries. Um, and some of my colleagues too were actually also uh, from like English speaking countries. So some of my colleagues, I'd speak with them in English, but most of my colleagues were French and I'd speak to them in French. Most of the customers were French and I'd speak with them in French. And then I used to go home to my apartment where I lived with French roommates and I'd speak with them in French. Um, and I had lots of French friends who I'd speak French with all the time. So there were a lot of days where I wouldn't speak any English. There were some days where I would just be speaking French all day. Um, so yeah, um, I, there was a point in my life when I used French a lot and studied French a lot. Um, and apart from that time, there was also another time when I um, visited, well, there's a few times where I've visited France for like long periods of time. There's times where I've been to France and just stayed for like a few months because before, um, you know, on a British passport, you didn't need any visa to go to other European countries. You know, I could just go to France and I could just stay as long as I wanted with no restriction at all. Didn't need any visa. Um, it was like being in the UK. I would just go and just arrive. That's it. There was no, nothing at all. You know, not even, not even a stamp in my passport. It was very, very simple to go to Europe. But unfortunately, uh, because of what I consider to be some stupid decisions in the UK, um, the UK voted to leave the um, EU to leave the European Union and now if I did want to go to France I would have to get a visa and it would be um, yeah a very annoying experience because before it was so easy and now as well if I wanted to go and live and work in France I would need to apply for a visa and go through some kind of work to do that it's not like it used to be um, it used to be very easy but uh, yeah unfortunately the UK has um sort of ruined that and now we don't have that opportunity anymore um but anyway that's a story for another time so yeah i've been studying french again and it's really fun because as i just mentioned i did study french for a long time and used french for a long time so i almost kind of forgot that i know french because every day here in japan um, i'm just using japanese all the time and listening to japanese things and stuff like that so it's almost like i kind of forgot how much French I know, I kind of felt like, oh, I don't, I don't really know any French anymore. But then, um, you know, I've been watching these TV shows in French and I'm like, oh, I can, I can understand most of this. Um, so it's really strange. It's kind of like having this like secret code or this like magic power that just enables me to understand French. Of course, it's not magic. Of course, I did study for a long time, but it was such a long time ago that I kind of um, forgot all that time and effort that I put into it. I don't feel like, you know, that's kind of real because it was such a long time ago. But obviously, the uh, yeah, the language is still in there. But then, um, there I've noticed a few times where like I don't understand a word, and then I'll um, look up what that word means in the dictionary, and then I'll realize like, oh, I did know that word. I remember using that word like every day when I was at work or something. And I've just sort of forgotten. So yeah, there are definitely um, a lot of things I've forgotten. Like I said, it definitely um, is a bit rusty. 
And now um, something that I'm finding um, kind of interesting and kind of um, something I need to work on is separating Japanese and French in my brain because um, this did happen before when I when I first started studying Japanese um, I had been using French and Spanish a lot back then just before I started studying uh, Japanese so I used to mix up um, not so much Spanish because I wasn't very good at Spanish but French when I used to try to speak Japanese at the beginning sometimes French words would come to mind and now that's um, now I'm sort of studying both of them um, at, not exactly at the same time but you know I'm studying I can study French and Japanese in one day or use French and Japanese in one day um, sometimes when I'm trying to think of a word in one language um, so for example if I try to think of a word in French um, if my brain can't remember the word immediately, then my brain will bring up the Japanese word and be like, is this the word you wanted? And I'm like, no, that's Japanese. And my brain is just like, well, it's not English. That must be the word you wanted. And then I'm like, no, that's not the word I wanted. I wanted a French word. Um, so yeah, that's um, something that I have to work on. But I think that's something that anybody who's um, studied multiple languages has that problem. I think our brain like I said, our brain sort of just thinks, well, it's not English, so that must be what you're looking for, <laughs> but it's not. Um, so yeah, it's kind of hard to compartmentalize two different languages. And some people are amazing. Some people speak many different languages. I don't know how they keep them all separate in their head because I find it hard even with just uh, just a f three languages. I find it hard enough to, to separate them. I find it kind of difficult. But anyway, um, yeah, that's a little bit more... Um, a little bit more, it's not a little bit more, that's just a little bit about me uh, studying French again. And yeah, I'm really into it at the moment. I'm having a lot of fun watching lots of French TV shows, uh, watching lots of French YouTubers and listening to French podcasts again. So it's probably something that I will be talking about again in the future. Thank you all very much for listening and see you back here next time. <laughs>